best automotive news release ever. Ever. I laughed, I cried. At one point, there was almost a family intervention. If this news release were the signature dish at Club Billionaire, today we'd be chowing down on turd of Great Dane, wrapped in prosciutto, stuffed with pine nuts and pesto, on a delicate bed of coconut coir couscous and a Penfolds Grange reduction. That's right, dude. Our species has done what it was put on Earth to do. We've finally achieved peak wank. I'm Johnny Logan from autoexpert.com.au and I get new cars cheap. Australia only. Website. Card. In breaking news, BMW has just announced it will ride a plant-based horse in the upcoming Corporate Masturbation Cup at Flemington Racecourse this Sunday. On the market from 2023, BMW and Mini models with vegan interiors. No, no, unacceptable, dude. Like, I don't know about you, but when I'm giving uh, dictation to my favourite uh, high-class personal assistant in the... Uh, Rear of the 7 Series. Dude, try to keep up. I want to be surrounded by fine Corinthian dead cow. Surrounded, like encapsulated. I just do. I don't know why. Perhaps because I f***ed over a lot of competitors to get where I am today. I just don't want to feel like I'm doing, you know, high-level stuff like some peasant on a rug made out of coconut polyurethane and hemp. Sustainability in vehicle production through innovative bio-based materials to replace raw materials of animal origin. Pro tip, leather is actually a bio-based material, dudes. It doesn't get more bio-based than leather, just saying. Frankly, this news release has it all. It's factually untrue, it's dripping in woke appeasement, and if you wanted that PhD in disgraceful greenwashing, there's your thesis. It's drowning in all of that. Replacing leather reduces CO2 equivalent emissions by 85%. Nah, it doesn't. That is complete bullshit. It's written right up there in that bullet point. And again, with its own friggin' crosshead. You senior executive head office PR weasels implying that replacing leather with some friggin' magic coconut in some way reduces a car's embodied CO2 by 85%. That is disgracefully false. All of that aluminium, all that steel, all of those plastics, the glass. 
Give me a break. The new steering wheel surface material reduces CO2 equivalent emissions along the value chain by around 85% compared to leather. Up to now, most of the emissions produced around 80% were in the form of methane gas from cattle rearing. The remaining 20% was accounted for by processing of the cowhide, which is highly energy and water intensive. Oh, okay, right reduces CO2 emissions from making the fucking steering wheel by 85%. That's a bit different, isn't it? That's hardly the stuff of on-bed, pants-off, slash-esque guitar air riffing, is it now? Furthermore, this notion that we can cut CO2 by cladding our Bavarian money-wasting interiors with plant-based plastic, sorry for calling it what it is, not by not using leather because cattle production is so CO2 intensive. This is one of the most breathtaking pieces of non-logic by a car company ever. And that really is saying something. Cow hides, from which leather is of course derived, are a byproduct of meat production. We do not kill cows solely for their leather and then just throw the rest away. That's not how this works. Therefore, not using leather cannot hope to solve the problem of CO2 from agricultural production of animals. 80% of the CO2 emitted in leather production is in fact intrinsic to rearing the beast so that it can be slaughtered for food or used in the dairy industry. Any suggestion to the contrary is agricultural non economics, a brand new field. Cows are slaughtered for their meat and every non-meat part of the beast is used, rendered down for tallow and gelatin, dried and pulverised for fertiliser, processed into leather, made into sausages or even worse, frankfurts. That's where the scrotums and, you know, noses and anuses go, just saying. I cannot stress this enough, right? If you decline to use leather because of some vegan appeasing motive or some climate appeasing motive, you turn a valuable byproduct, the hide, into a waste product, which then becomes an environmental, moral, and ethical frigging catastrophe. The leather you are sitting on in your car is not an example of animal cruelty. It's an example of respecting the life of the beast, which was slaughtered to provide our society's food. You know, kind of like our ancestors did on a smaller scale for hundreds of thousands of years before wokeism and supermarkets existed. We have been asked from an agricultural and economic standpoint to look at the relationship between hides and cattle farming. The results tracked over 25 years tell us that hides are a byproduct and exert no direct influence on cattle numbers. Indirect impacts can be calculated and are less than 0.3 so, declining to consume leather has less than 1% impact on cattle numbers in the real world. Dr. Gary Brewster there, Professor Emeritus at Montana State University, from research published on the 4th of February last year. I'm going to link to that in the description. Brace for impact, dude. It's pretty hard going. It's a 20-something page, fairly academic PDF with lots of numbers. 
It's titled Quantifying the Relationship Between US Cattle Hide Prices Slash Value and US Cattle Production. Doc Brew there, he did it together with agricultural economist Dr. Cole Swanser, PhD. So, without wanting to cause too many brain bleeds on an otherwise serviceable Friday evening, Doc Brew and K Swan used Granger causality tests like pretty scary statistical mathematics thing over 25 years of cattle production in America to see if demand for leather affected the numbers of cattle in the United States. And they found that it emphatically did not. So use leather or don't, dude, I don't care, but it's not gonna affect the number of cows getting the chop for Saturday Arvo barbecues, nor is it gonna affect CO2. The Granger causality tests do not provide any evidence that steer hide prices directly influence steer production quantities. Quad error demonstrandum, baby. To be completely transparent on all of this, that research was commissioned by the Leather and Hide Council of America, mainly because that organisation was pretty sick of getting routinely kneed in the nuts by the likes Peter. Fully vegan interiors will be available for both BMW and Mini models for the first time from 2023. Just a quick point of order on this. Fully vegan. What a load of horseshit. Like as opposed to what? Partially vegan? I don't know that partially vegan anything is possible. Something's either vegan or it's not on my world. Vegan is a kind of binary state of existence. Ontologically, a steak and salad is not a partially vegan meal, for example. But a salad could be fully vegan, I suppose, if you care not about the semantics. This stuff we're talking about on the inside of future BMWs, okay, the fake leather, it's actually plant-based plastic, most probably polyurethane derived from cellulose from plants in some lab. But calling it vegan is actually very clever. Very clever indeed. Some would say a masterstroke because vegan is one of those hot button terms currently. Very hard to have a respectful exchange of views about anything orbiting veganism. Tremendously woke at the moment to be vegan, and I say this with complete and utter respect for the vast majority of normal vegans out there who quietly take the considered position not to eat meat or consume animal products on a number of logical bases, moral, ethical, taste, whatever, climate. I'm totally cool with that. Like, go vegan. <laughs> it's a choice country. But there is another class of vegan whom I would categorise as the militant activist vegan. And to me, these people seem very keen to stifle debate by shutting you down if you are just some omnivore happily wearing RM Williams boots or something. This is an Australian named Tash Peterson, whose call sign is V-Gan Booty. V-Gan Booty. And I do wish I'd had the foresight to register autobooty.com. I do have glutes of steel, dude. It's all the kettlebell snatches. Anyway, that is a carefully chosen image from Ms. Peterson's homepage, and it was chosen by her, on which she claims humans abuse, torture, 
enslave and murder animals for meat, dairy and eggs, etc. I'm not so sure those chooks in your back shed feel all that enslaved or abused for their eggs, but dude, how would one really know? They're probably actually pretty chuffed to be behind the wire when the neighbour's cat does a drive-by at midnight, although one never knows. P.S. I am totally in favour of the prosecution of criminals who abuse animals or farm them in reprehensibly cruel or abusive conditions. But meat is murder? Really? I don't think so. Respectful disagreement here. Perhaps it is for Hannibal Friggin Lecter. But in fact, murder is a thing that only a human can do to only another human. On my world, murder is a reprehensible crime that should not be confused with killing or trivialised in any other way, including by comparisons to the production of meat. But I am happy to engage in a respectful debate around that. Perhaps we should change the definition. I'm open to changing my view, but at the moment, I'm just not seeing it, baby. Murder is not even all killing of humans, right? Like soldiers do not murder the enemy. They kill them lawfully. Ditto a police officer who shoots a bad dude waving the bat pumpy around in public. Like, even if you make a mistake driving and someone dies, that is unarguably a terrible position for a great many people to be in, but you have almost certainly not committed murder. Like, if a crocodile takes you on the Jardine River because you're so stupid that you swim in it, that's not murder. Crocodiles can't commit murder. And if the locals shoot that croc later, that's not murder either. At the core of murder is a legal concept called mens rea, which literally means evil mind in Latin. Criminal intent kind of thing, okay? The evil intent to kill only a person. It's hard accidentally to murder a person, except, of course, by gross negligence or impairment by drugs or something of that nature, I suppose. Murder is therefore generally just a thing that the perpetrator has to set out to do and can only do to another human, and it is a properly reprehensible crime with far-reaching effects, right? You cannot murder an animal. That's just a fact. There are crimes on the books for the unlawful killing of animals. These crimes are not murder. People working in abattoirs are not murderers. The dudes putting the meat out in the trays at Woolies are certainly not accessories after the fact. But the term vegan has been properly weaponized, and militant vegans have this clever knack of framing any debate as if you could murder an animal and thus the V word becomes something only a crazy brave person or a borderline sociopath, like if we could find one, would ever deconstruct. Like I'm all for Ms. Peterson's advocacy by the way. If you want free speech in society, you have to embrace people's rights to viewpoints with which you disagree. But for balance, nobody should expect you go girl to be the only feedback when you put your rather definite position about anything out there for public consumption. So I'd suggest that conferring the V word upon this bullshit BMW plant plastic project is a free kick on the express to virtue signaling central, except 
that it's not going to make any difference to animal cruelty or CO2 emissions. So there's that. Cloaking bullshit in the language of virtue just doesn't help anywhere, anytime, on any problem, in my estimation, except if you've got a vested interest, right? Unfortunately, however, BMW will be unable to offer you a totally animal-free vehicle anytime soon. It's a shame, isn't it? But they can offer you the next best thing. Animal products in BMWs, they say, will now only be found in areas that are not visible to the customer. For example, in various waxy substances such as gelatin used in protective coatings, lanolin in paints, tallow as an additive in elastomers, and beeswax as a flux for paints. Well, I guess that's okay then. Like, dude, if you can't see it, that's almost the same as something not actually being there, isn't it? Abattoirs work in this way. But pro tip, do not try this approach in a knife fight. Just it won't end well. So why is the Bavarian money waster detaining itself with this pointless but somewhat grandiose and virtuous sounding Himalaya of horse shit? Well, I'd suggest that car making in Germany is kind of like mining here in Australia. Our respective economies are built upon these things. So German government is actually very green and car making is actually not very green, like not at all, dude. And this is, of course, something of a problem strategically. But you can flip it into an opportunity if you are sufficiently creative and, of course, if the facts don't matter. I can easily see a board-level Bavarian money-wasting bullshitter reaching under the table and stroking the vegetables of a cabinet minister or ministers. Metaphorically, they do have very smooth hands, though, board members, typically. Over a cheeky turd of Great Dane, perhaps, they might explain, if that's the right word, how a vegan interior that replaces leather, quote, reduces CO2 emissions by 85%, <laughs> thus appeasing the green imperatives of the German government while actually conducting filthy CO2-emitting business as usual. That's a happy ending right there, now that I think about it. Except, of course for the planet. The dog shit, dumb, scientifically illiterate media will doubtless regurgitate these alternative facts all over town, and this is an ecosystem of disinformation, of course. Unless you've actually been there, it's quite difficult to grasp exactly how monumental, literally, car makers are in Germany. BMW's head office in Munich is spitting distance from their giant frozen tornado museum event space. I'm not kidding or exaggerating. It's called the Welt, which took four years to build. They had to find exactly the right tornado and freeze it. And that always takes time, I suppose. You should go there, dude. It is flat out awesome. I enjoyed it. It puts things in perspective. When I was there, the food was friggin' fantastic, if memory serves. As tempting as the turd of Great Dane was, however, I went instead with a nice juicy planet-killing T-bone, and it was great. But you are, of course, welcome to try the plant-based polyurethane ravioli, if that is your want. Hey, it's a free country, dude. At least, it is for the time being. <laughs>